Remain seated, please. Permanecer sentados, por favor. Your attention, please. The Disneyland Limited, now leaving for a grand circle tour of the Magic Kingdom. Tonight, we're going to share a wonderful dream come true together. In 1955, an amazing man named Walt Disney dreamt of a magic kingdom. Happy place, welcome. Disneyland is your land. Here age relives fond memories of the past. And here youth may savor the challenge and promise of the future. Disneyland is dedicated to the ideals, the dreams, and the hard facts that have created America. With the hope that it will be a source of joy and inspiration to all the world. everybody, welcome to another episode of All Aboard the Disneyland Railroad. We are a Disneyland Resort-based podcast in which we hop onto the railroad every single week and we take it to a different part of the Disneyland Resort, of course, in our imaginations. I am Jungle Cruiser, sitting next to my host in crime here, Space Mountaineer. What's going on, man? How's it going? Hyper Space Mountaineer. How you doing? Good, how are you? <laughs> I'm doing good this week. Um, really quick shout out to the top of the episode. One I missed, I've been missing this for the past probably two episodes, this is whatever, um... Grandma Disney from Disneyland Inside Out, she commented on our um, uh, Disneyland Hotel one. Sorry, not our 50th. Our Disneyland Hotel one. Um, She said, the episode on the Disneyland Hotel brought back lots of memories. I remember the Disneyland Hotel of yesteryear. The pedal boats on the pond. The monorail cafe, which we've talked about, which they should bring that back. The dancing water show. When you go inside the hotel, there is a wall with memorabilia in the glass case. Uh, let's see. It is just around the corner from the Fantasia store. Fun to see. There are also a lot of hidden Mickey all around. And it is a great place to go see characters in the lobby. Nice. Yeah. That's I, cool. when, I, when I went there, I didn't see any characters in the lobby, but I mean, I'm, I'm imagining the Goofy's kitchen. They probably wander out and greet they, the guests. Yeah, they had Goofy there. We took a picture before we actually sat. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Nice. And then, um, let's see. Alice Underground writes, let's see, with all the cool stuff for the 50th, can't wait to see what Disney does for the 100th. She just went sc- straight to 100. <laughs> um, maybe they'll do 70 or 80. I think, I, I, I bet they would do 80. Why? Because they have the the Time Castle. You ever heard of that? Oh, yeah, yeah. I think uh, nine, uh, Is it? 2035. And that would Is be, it the 80th? That would be the 80th anniversary that they're supposed to open that back up on July 17th, from what I've read. So I, I would guess maybe I'm sure 70, yes, but that's gonna be cool. 80. And um, so I wonder yeah. what they're gonna do for that, like as far as presentation goes, or you know, like obviously it's gonna be a public thing. It's gonna be. A, it's like gonna be <laughs> how they're gonna open it, or where they're gonna. I don't know. Like with with what they so do. So far these away, days. it's hard to like <laughs> guess or like. Oh, I can't <laughs> wait, or you know. Yeah, it's gonna be. I can't wait, but it's like. Maybe by then they'll have so three theme away. parks, and then you know, because Disney's getting busier and busier, in my opinion, yeah. that they'll need I to agree. spread it out, kind of. But uh, regardless, it's going to be busy, and everyone's going to want to be around there. So, 
Um, if I'm still here, I'll, I'll do it. I'll, I'm going. I'm going. So <laughs> it's my mom's birthday. Nice. <laughs> uh, what was I going to say? Oh, we we last week we talked about what would they what they would do for the seventieth. Sorry, platinum is the seventieth anniversary in like real life. So gold is fifty, hence the gold anniversary. Um, diamond is sixty in real life, and then I'm platinum. And I forget, I don't know what goes from there, but ruby I mentioned that's forty. So I'm not sure they did anything for forty. They if they did, I don't remember. Um, so I was barely alive. So <laughs> I don't remember either. Let's see here for let's see, oh the fiftieth anniversary one. We just had a, a, a comment from Mr. Bob. He writes, "I remember being there at Disneyland during the fiftieth celebration. First ride in the morning was Indiana Jones. Can't go wrong there." And when we were exiting the ride, a cast member was handing out large card on a lanyard. Had the Fast Pass tabs for every ride in Disneyland and DCA. Um, so I remember getting those same lanyards, and I remember it was just after the fiftieth. And I was going to mention that too, but I remember that the times were around the same. I'm not sure if they started the. Yeah, I think the that replaced the. Was the year of a million dreams, right? Yeah. So it was like just after the 50th. I remember getting one of those lanyards. The 51st year. Yeah, it was. Those things were amazing. Don't get me wrong. I just think it was during the, the year of a million dreams. But getting those dream fast passes were amazing because you got seven per seven attractions per park. And you didn't have to go get a new fast pass every two hours or whatever. It was just that's 14 attractions that you could do without... You know, it made the day go by a lot better because it's like we don't have to go rush to get fast passes. We already have these. So well, you, you don't can, even have to rush to get the rides or anything either. I know, like, yeah. You can just calm down and just... Do whatever you want. Exactly. And so we, I do still have my dream fast pass, but still, uh, those things were amazing. So, um, From Disneyland Inside Out, Nat's dad, he writes, I remember all the great improvements and remodels to the park. Space Mountain, what received a complete teardown and improved track. Opening of the Buzz Lightyear ride and second half of the year reopening of Pirate to the Caribbean, which we talked about, which was amazing, and new storyline and characters, and all the gold, <laughs> the gold and fifty Mickey hunt, which yeah, those I, they need to bring that back. They should have done Diamond. Yeah, they should have done something this this time around, but I don't know. We'll yeah. see. We'll see next time. Uh, let's see. Just to just so much to talk about, and it could have possibly been a two-hour show. It it could have been. Um, how many of you remember the 50th commemorative plates that could be purchased at the French market in New Orleans Square? One per month. He still has his, so I'd like to see one of those. I, didn't, I don't remember those. That is cool. You know, we talked about merchandise last week, but the only thing I really that really stood out was the Mickey ears, the gold Mickey ears, but other than that. Mm-hmm. Um, those are my, my shout-outs that aren't pertaining to the actual episode. Uh, when we aboard the railroad after we, we start talking about the uh, the topic, I do have other shout-outs too, so uh, you're up, sir. All right, let's talk about the Disneyland Inside Out app as we do every week. You can grab that on the Google Play Store or the Apple App Store, um, so definitely check that out. Um, things that it does offer, the discussion board section is a huge part of the app. You can interact with different people on the app, um, co- uh, talking about different topics, um, or different areas around the park or things that you're excited for or things that other people are excited for. So definitely check that section out. Um, the dining section is pretty big on the app as well. I definitely look at that for menus or uh, pricing or anything that is around the area that I'm in um, that I haven't tried before. Check it out. Um, maybe try something new. So check out that section for if you're looking for some good food or if you don't know where to eat. Yes, for sure. Definitely a good part. 
Uh, hours and schedule section, definitely love that part. Um, you can look at the hours and schedule um, that the park's going to be open on a specific day that you're going soon, or if you're looking to just kind of check it out, see when the busy times are, or things like that, definitely check that section out. Um, it has the schedules of all the shows, the ride closures, um, and the hours that the park's going to be open, so definitely check out that section. Um, also, the Magical Partners Travel section, definitely check them out. They're offering free quotes for anybody who's looking to book a vacation. Um, just tell them all the board sent you get that eye on the price guarantee or check them out at mar- magicalpartnerstravel.com. Yeah, guys, a lot of good agents over there at uh, Magical Partners Travel. So if you guys want to book that hotel or anything, just hit one of them up and uh, they will work with you personally to book uh, your next vacation. So uh, we, we, we've been doing this Instagram challenge for a while. We've hit 300 followers now, been there for a few weeks. Uh, past few weeks, past couple weeks, we've been announcing our, our winner. And the winner has not gotten back to us. So, like I said, I will announce a new winner every single week until someone gets back to us. Then that contest will end. So, this week, um, we have Main Street May Instagram uh, winner this week. So, if you do get back to us, we will send that uh, Princess and the Frog poster out to you. And if you do not, uh, we will pick a new winner, like I said, every single week until that person gets back to us. So... Without further ado, we are going to board the railroad, and we are going to take it, well, to Main Street, really. We'll take it full circle, and then we'll get on. <laughs> That's exactly right. We're going to get on it full circle, uh, back to Main Street, and on the way, we are going to pick up uh, our, our guest. Um, so, we will, let's get on the railroad right now. Your attention, please. The Disneyland Limited... Now leaving for a Grand Circle Tour of the Magic Kingdom. Main Street, meet me tonight on Main Street. Howdy folks, welcome aboard the Disneyland Railroad. This is your conductor speaking. Today we are headed to Main Street, USA. This land is a gateway to the Magic Kingdom filled with many shops, food offerings, Disney characters, classic attractions, and beautiful photo opportunities. Main Street was built to represent any town USA at the turn of the 19th century when Walt himself was a child. Many guests say once they enter Main Street, the real world worries disappear. In the window high above the firehouse, the lamp is always on, which meant in the old days that Walt was in his apartment at the parks. At day's end, many people stop by the firehouse, tip their hats, or give a simple thanks to the great man that created Disneyland. We have now arrived at our stop. Enjoy your visit to Main Street, USA. Parading down on Main Street, we'll pause a while at the popcorn stand. What an evening it is, brand. Our little hometown is a We are on the railroad right now. I'm going to take it full circle back to Main Street. So essentially, it got us here to Main Street safely. Um, we are sitting here with our guest, Cody, from well, Facebook. Uh, so, hey, how you doing, Cody? Doing good, guys. Thanks for having me. Oh, thanks for being on the show, man. Uh, great topic. Uh, Main Street, obviously, we're going to be talking about a little later on. But uh, you want to give us a little bit of your history or uh, anything you want to talk about uh, as far as Disneyland or whatever you want to talk about? Yeah, absolutely. So, um, 
I've been going to Disneyland with my family for as long as I can remember now. I've been going ever since I was a little kid, you know, at least once every year, every now and then we'd skip a year. Um, but now that I'm, I'm about, uh, I'm 18 years old now and I'm able to go plan my own trips and I, uh, I live in Las Vegas, Nevada, so I'm about a, a four hour drive. Nice. Um, with decent traffic from, from Disneyland. So it's, when I have the time off work, it's, it's real easy for me to go since, since last summer. I've, I've actually been three times since last summer, so it's been, it's been great. Yeah, do you have an annual pass? I don't have an annual pass. I've been wanting to get one, but I don't always know when I'm going to be able to go. So, which is a benefit of the annual pass because you can just go whenever you want. But mm-hmm. I don't go. I've been fortunate to go as many times as I as I have since last summer. But I don't always have someone available to go with me, which is why I don't have an annual pass. I don't want to spend, you know, the money and not be able to use it as much as I would like. Yeah, no, I hear that. We're about six hours away, and I'm the same way. I can't just go whenever I want. I wish I could, but I can't. I'm lucky to live as close as I do, but I just I don't have the, uh, you know, the group of people who just, you know, hey, let's just go this weekend. You know, it's got to be more of a, a planned thing. So, mm-hmm. so we, well, you said you went. When did the last time you went? Uh, the last time I went was, it was just a couple weeks ago, actually. Nice. Three three weeks ago, I think. And that was uh, you just picked up and went, or did you have some friends to go with? Or I went with my uh, my stepbrother, and we had been planning uh, this trip um, since the beginning of the year. Um, although back in February, the end of February, there was just kind of a spur of the moment up and go trip. I found out I was going um, a day before we actually went down, and I just took the ticket and we drove down. It was a one day trip. We left early early saturday morning spent all day in the park and then drove back up to las vegas after the park closed saturday nice and with with four hours that that's really easy to do i've done that before never with disneyland but uh other theme parks where you drive you know through the night and leave when it closes so four hours is that's a good time that's a, four it's a good little trip nice, yeah. yeah it's awesome yeah the four hours make it nice. We usually try to drive throughout the middle of the night, which makes it nice because there's not a there's not hardly any traffic, and you can just cruise straight through and make it within four hours solid. So, yeah, for sure, our favorite word around here. <laughs> um, um, all right, you want to talk a little bit about, about uh, Main Street? Uh, actually, we're gonna we're gonna cue it over to uh, uh, hyperspace. Or do you have any uh, fun facts on our uh, on Main Street? Do I? Yeah. Yeah, I uh, I have quite a few here, but if, if hyperspace has has anything, we can uh, we can let him first, and I can chime in and add things along the way. I talk to you guys. I know you guys can hash that out. I don't, I don't really. Yeah, that's fine. I can I can definitely start. Um, so obviously, the main street um, opened in 1955 with the park opening. Um, Walt's vision, I guess, was kind of to have it um, resemble his hometown um, in Missouri, which also was in the film. Lady and the Tramp, which I did not know. I did not know that either. Definitely pretty cool. I didn't know that either. Um, so Main Street USA is kind of designed to re- resemble that town in Missouri um, at the turn of the 20th century, which was um, about 1910. Um, and there was also some of um, 
of his childhood home, which uh, was in Fort Collins, Colorado. So there's a little bit of both of those in there um, as uh, what you can see for, through uh, the buildings and things like that of the time period and kind of brings us back to simpler times, I guess. So uh, that's really all I have, though. So do you have anything else, Cody? Um, I actually have quite a bit, so it might be kind of interesting. I tried to um, to go through some of the information I had and try to find some some less common known things about Main Street. Um, you mentioned Fort Collins, uh, Colorado, and I the uh, the city hall um, in Town Square uh, in Main Street is is actually modeled after the Fort Collins County Courthouse. Nice, which is kind of cool. Uh, let's see. Back when, in 1955, when Main Street in Disneyland opened, there was a pharmacy on Main Street. It was called Buckton Pharmacy. It wasn't a functioning pharmacy. They didn't give out medicine or anything like that. But they did hand out free miniature bottles of vitamins. That's cool. And that pharmacy was on Main Street until 1970. Let's see. Um... Uh, fire, the fire wagon um, in the fire station on Main Street. Um, you wander in there. There's two uh, kind of horse stalls that are labeled Jess and Bess, and those are said to be the first two horses to ever pull uh, the fire wagon down Main Street. And those those horses and the wagon were retired in 1960, hmm. and then it's just been in the firehouse. That's yeah, I, I did not know. Um, that. Yeah, it's kind of cool. Um, let's see, um, originally, um, uh, announced in 1956, Walt wanted to add a Liberty, a Liberty Street, um, which was to be located on the east side of Main Street. Um, it was supposed to showcase, like, uh, the Hall of Presidents, um, but that was never built, um, obviously, because it's not there, um, but it eventually became Liberty Square, um, which is at Walt Disney World, and that uh, came about 1971. Yeah, and I did hear about the Hall of Presidents being over there. And we have what the Abe Lincoln exhibit. Yeah, the. Uh, have you guys ever been able to go inside and actually watch the great moments with Mr. Lincoln? Yeah, I, I've never watched it. I have, yeah. I uh, I like to go in there whenever I get a chance because a lot of uh, first timers, the people that just don't go all the time, they they don't really realize what, what all is inside there when you go inside. And I love just being able to go inside and look at, like, the, the big diorama of, you know, Disneyland. And there's a that little video in there that plays on loop, um, I think, from the 50th anniversary. Yeah, that's with, true. Uh, with Steve Martin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I believe that's his name. Yeah, and, and, they, and they played a that. bunch of history in there. They played that during the 50th on the big screen, or the screen where Abe Lincoln is now. Um, and then obviously, yeah, now it's now the first room that plays on a loop. We forgot to mention that last week. So, Also, um, back in the day, about more than 10 years ago, the, for the great moments with Mr. Lincoln, they used to have uh, give you headphones, and you were basically off to war, like you were the soldier. And I think it was the binaural recording too, because you were getting a haircut from these people, the barber, and then they were the way they were talking to you. It sounded so crisp and so clear. 
I have no idea why they got rid of that, but it was a pretty cool thing before you went to go watch uh, Abe Lincoln in that in that little theater. So that was pretty, cool, that yeah. was pretty cool back then. Yeah, I had no idea cool. no idea what binaural recording was back then, and I only really know that it, it was like that. Uh, learning about the binaural like six months ago or however long ago I learned about it, but yeah. Do you have any other any other facts or fun facts about my, Main Street um, USA? Yeah, um, it's said that the uh, as you enter the park, the uh, the brick um, on the ground is red, and that was because Walt wanted it to feel as if you were walking into his park on a red carpet. I have heard that. That's that's definitely pretty cool. They also have the test brick wall too. Did you have that in your fun facts? Um, I don't, but we can talk about that. Yeah, have you ever been there? Have you seen it in person? I have. It, it's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I know. I was watching this video on like different uh, fun things to do, like that anyone can do, and that one uh-huh. that one popped up, and I was like, why have I never? You know, and I probably have been by it many times, just not realizing that's what it was. But when, I remember one time yeah. I there, knowing what it was. I thought this is pretty sweet. Well, because if you're not really looking for it or you don't, you don't know about it, you'll pass right by it without a second thought, you yeah. know? Because mm-hmm. it, it's tucked back in there and kind of hidden out of sight off you know, off the, the main of Main Street. It's by the uh, the lockers, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, by that, that set of lockers there on Main Street. So next time you go hyperspace mountaineer, check that out. Yeah, I don't think I've ever seen that. Yeah, sweet. I'm one of those people. <laughs> Just walk by. <laughs> well, you probably have been by the lockers, and it's just not like yeah. You said, I go to lockers pretty much every time. I just never, you know, just you know, keep one, walking. One side is like test brick, and the other side is like the straight, like what they ended up with, I believe. But the yeah. other one's just like all over the place, different types of bricks, uh, different uh, shapes, I should say. Yeah, it, it, it's kind of cool that they, you know, it's just kind of a, a little piece of history just kind of left behind that they didn't remove. You know the bricks that they they didn't choose for the park. They just put it there and put the the brick that they chose just around it. You know. Yeah. All right. Um, the uh, the lost parents sign <laughs> uh, by the city hall. Yeah. Um, the the man and the woman featured on the sign are actually Mr. and Mrs. Darling, the parents from the Peter Pan film. Nice. I know you can buy that sign too. Oh, really? That I think uh, where can you buy it? I want to say it's Disneyana. Maybe it's I know I know I definitely saw it. You can buy it somewhere. I just noticed this on my last trip hmm. to the park. Um, I saw the sign was for sale somewhere. I believe it was there on Main Street too. That's pretty cool. I always I always get a kick of that sign when I pass by. Yeah. <laughs> I think because we, we were looking, I was showing my wife the uh, the thirty-seven thousand dollar diamond castle, <laughs> and then uh, we were walking around there, and I believe it's in that little store you can purchase that. So anyone who wants that, check it out. Check it out. I guess yeah. <laughs> That's another cool <laughs> thing about Main Street is the that art gallery over there and all the souvenirs you can get. And I don't know. There's just a lot. There's a lot on Main Street that we're gonna we're gonna go over for sure. So uh, do you have anything else, or is, is it? Um, yeah, I've got uh, some more things. Um, have you guys heard the story about the red and white light bulb? Um, I have not. I might have, depending on what it is. Okay, so on, on Coca-Cola refreshment corner there, right outside the door, there's red and white light bulb that kind of like border the 
the awning or the the covering there right above the door. Mm-hmm. And as Walt was just kind of inspecting things one day, he he's looking up at it and he's kind of a perfectionist and he noticed that there were two white light bulbs next to each other and the issue was that there were an odd number of lights surrounding that area. And so to fix the issue, he called over a painter and told him to paint half of that white light bulb red so that way it matched the, the pattern. Yeah, no, yeah, I did hear that story. I thought it was a different building my when I heard the story, but I definitely cool. heard that story. Just paint half of it. Yeah, I've never seen that either. I never, I've never actually never seen it, but I have heard that story. It's hmm. pretty sweet. Um, the uh, the gas lamps that line uh, Main Street, they are they're over two hundred years old, and they came from Baltimore, St. Louis, and Philadelphia. And they were purchased for a dollar a pound of scrap metal. Wow. That's pretty cool. They got themselves some some cheap, nice um, lanterns, gas lamps there. Um, also, um, the, the cannons in Town Square were, are the real cannons, and they were owned by the French army in the 1800s. Um, although the cannons were never used, they were never fired, um, they were added to town square to honor the servicemen and women of the world. So much I didn't even and, know. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I, I found a lot of this stuff the other night um, after we had decided to, to talk about this, this topic this week. Uh, I, have a, I have a collection of books uh, that talk about Disneyland and Walt Disney and just searched through everything I could find about Main Street and picked a lot of these up. Um, the, the candy store that everybody loves on Main Street where you can watch watch them make the candy there by hand and you can smell it out in the street. The candy store is actually six days younger than the park itself. It opened six days after opening day, oh. hmm. which is kind of cool. It, Technically, is not an opening day attraction, <laughs> if you want to call it that. Is it? Was it just uh, and, running behind, or did they just what stuff wasn't you prepared know, yet? It didn't say. I I imagine maybe they just didn't have the staffing, or it was yeah. one of the things that just was running slightly <laughs> behind. You know, either that, or maybe the equipment wasn't quite there yet, or ready to go yet. I don't know. Something they were still trying to protect the recipe or something. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see. On um, the Main Street Opera House, um, it was the first building at Disneyland to be completed in 1955 as they were building. Um, but it remained the park's lumber mill until 1961. And then during 1961, it was converted to Great Moments with Mr. Lincoln. Um, well, oh, this is kind of cool about the Main Street train station. Um, at the Main Street train station, there is a passing lane that allows another train to pass um, a train if it's there at the station. And this was because when the park opened, there were only two trains, and they only stopped um, at their home station. The, uh, the freight train stopped in Frontierland, and the passenger train um, only stopped at Main Street. So one of those, so the Main Street was sitting there at its station, the Frontierland, 
uh, train, the freight train, was able to pass it and go to its station. Hmm. What was the freight train used for? Um, I believe it was just kind of the design of of the train. It still allowed people to ride it, but it was more freight-looking. Gotcha. Hmm. Rather than passenger-looking. Gotcha. Hmm. Which is probably why it stopped um, in Frontierland. Makes sense. (laughs) Um, Another scrap metal story, the the flagpole in the middle of Town Square... um, the, ba- uh, the base of it is a light pole. And uh, Disney legend Emil Curry um, noticed one day while he was um, driving on Wilshire Boulevard in Los Angeles that the light pole had been knocked over in an accident. And then he purchased the base of the pole right there on the spot for $5. And then it became the uh, the big flagpole there. Wow, hmm. that is awesome. <laughs> Cheap stuff. <laughs> you just never know where. It just it amazes me that you know they would use anything, and it just it all came out so so pristine. Um, I got only got a couple more here, but um, switching more to um, holiday time um, during Christmas. Um, uh, Main Street hosted a a, a real living um, tree um, until the year 2008, and since then they now uh, use an artificial tree that they bring in every year. Um, 79,000 ornaments uh, decorate Main Street during the the holiday season, as well as 2,365 ornaments that decorate the tree. Um, 2,015 feet of garland, 7,410 feet um, of ribbon, which is used to make 812 bows, 10,395 Christmas lights, and 10 cast members who do nothing but make holiday decorations all year long. Nice. Wow. The Disney elves. (laughs) Yeah. That's insane. (laughs) Back there in the workshop all year long, just making Christmas decorations. Well, yeah, that, that tree is pretty sweet, though. Like, yeah. regardless if it's fake or not, it's, the lighting is pretty cool. You know, when, you, when, you, when they do light it up, any any lighting ceremony over there, which the one I still haven't seen is the one for uh, Cars Land, but it's yeah, probably along the same either. lines. Where how how awesome it is to just see it light up. For, you know, yeah, for the night. yeah. I saw a uh, a video this past Christmas season of. How they uh, how they install how they bring in the the artificial tree, um, and it's crazy how they just they do so much between park closing and park opening, and it's a whole new world from when you when you walk out to when you walk back in the next day, and everything is decorated um, Christmas, and you know the day before it was all pumpkins and Halloween, and I mean it's crazy. I mean they, it, you know, watching the video was like just ants. You know, all over the park, just just working away to get everything done in the few hours that they had, and they used a big old crane to to bring in the pieces of the tree. It was it was quite cool. Now, do you think they happen to maybe close at like eight o'clock the, the previous night, and they're not open till ten the next day to give themselves more time, or do they just, they do it that fast? I would think no, because it's think... actually Halloween, so I doubt they would close the park early. That's true. Hmm. Yeah. 
they may have um, not opened quite as early the next day, but I'm not sure. I didn't, I didn't see that. So that gives them roughly, if they close at midnight and they open at 10, that gives them like nine solid hours. Or, but or eight, depending on the day. That's true. Who knows? <clears throat> yeah. Eight or 8.30, maybe nine. I mean, and, and, and if they're still putting stuff up the next day, which I don't know if they ever do, people are not going to say, because Disney is always under construction anyway, so you're always seeing something being built. I can't remember the last time I was there and didn't see construction going on. You know, or at least the the walls up, mm-hmm. uh, telling the, telling us to pardon the pixie dust. So, I yeah, I they always got something going on. I'm sure that initial night they just they bring in anyone that they can and just get whatever they can up. Obviously, the tree and things like that. You know, some of the major things. You know, no one's going to know if they didn't hang a couple of bows. You know, exactly. Yeah. Um, and then. Oh, did you, were you going to say something? No, go ahead. Um, the uh, the main street windows, everyone likes to look at the dedication uh, the windows with the uh, names of uh, Disney legends and such. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as uh, I'm aware, as far as anything that I've seen, there is one window that hosts a, a fictional name. It's not not a real person that they're honoring on this window. And uh, the window reads, it's above the uh, the new century jewelry, and it reads, Dr. Benjamin Silverstein, MD, general practitioner, have a fever, have the flu, come on in and we'll cure you. And apparently that they, they put up this window in order to have a place to put Hanukkah decorations during the holiday time. I, I don't know if maybe Silverstein um, is a common last name, or hmm, I don't know, or what. But I, I they uh, something they put um, for, I guess. yeah Hanukkah decorations around that window hmm. um, during the holiday season, and then um, concerning Walt Disney and windows. Walt Disney doesn't have a dedication window on Main Street. There is a window on Main Street that uh, has his name on it that a lot of people think are or is his dedication window, but they have his name on the window because they have one of his quotes on the window, so they're just giving credit to where the quote came from, but the window that it's on is actually saying tribute to um, 50 years of amazing cast member service. Okay. And then Walt Disney actually has two dedication windows in Town. And Walt Disney is the only living person to have a dedication window in Toontown. There are other kind of gag windows in Toontown um, that all feature um, cartoon characters. Um, but Walt Disney has two windows above the uh, the Toontown Library, and they had him listed as the directing animator of Laugh-O-Gram Films Incorporation, which was Walt's first studio um, in Kansas City. And then I got one last one, the, um, the Baby Care Station, um, which is on the, the east side 
uh, Main Street, um, all the way down at the end next to the, the Main Street Photo su Supply Company. And if you go inside the, the baby care station, there's an old-fashioned photograph of a, of a small child, like a baby, and that's actually an old photograph, uh, a baby photo of Walt Disney himself. So that's kind of cool. Yeah, I don't think I've ever been into that photograph I've never store. Been in there. I usually you know, take my own photos. I don't. I mean, that's where you can go collect all your photos from the day, right? You just hand in the ticket. Yeah. Hmm, that's pretty sweet. All right, we're going to get into some of our uh, shout-outs here that uh, pertain to Main Street that people have uh, commented on uh, from our Facebook one. Uh, we have Heather Hooten. She writes, The Emporium will always be a, a Main Street attraction for uh, me on Main Street. When I think of Disneyland, the Emporium and the window displays, as you mentioned, um, are one of the first things that come to mind. And, yeah, the window displays are you know, pretty sweet. <clears throat> Also from Facebook, we have Kevin Grimm. He says, two names, Carnation Cafe and Plaza Inn. Great and lasting memories as a child, all the way to uh, adult with my parents and family eating and talking. My father introducing me to Oscar at Carnations, which I've, I've heard of Oscar, but I have never met the guy. Like, he has his own fan page and everything on Facebook. Yeah, um, never have either. So... Uh, let's see here. Trying to eat two full chicken dinners and eat on a dare at Plaza Inn and going on the teacups. I still try to hit one or the other every time I go back. Nice. Um, also from Facebook, Donald Wicks. He says, the only thing I can say about Main Street is when I think back to the very first time I walked down that street, I felt like I had entered another world. I have never felt that visiting any other destination for the first time. And that's true. It's, you get lost in, in It's unlike anything else. Yeah. James, our boy James writes, I agree with Donald. I love the feeling as I go through the other side of the tunnel when you see Main Street. It's so magical. I still get that same feeling every time I go. I guess they have a couple of favorite places, the fire station, because Walt's apartment is, Walt's apartment is over it, and the Emporium. That was always the stop you, you could get all your girls when you were leaving that day. What did I say? That was always the stop you could get all your girl grits. I don't know why I read girls. <laughs> uh, when you were leaving on the last day. But I, I don't know. Uh, let's see. Joey, our conductor. There's nothing like walking through the tunnel under the railroad and coming out into Main Street, USA. You lose all sense of bills, work, worries, adulting, etc. I always try to see Mr. Lincoln at some point. Spend a few minutes in the Main Street cinemas. My personal favorite. I love that place. And just enjoy the views as you walk towards the castle. Of course, always at the end of the day, going through the shops at closing to milk as much time at Disneyland as possible. That's true. Going to all those shops, and it's just like everyone uh, kind of ending the, the same exact day you had, essentially. Not you know, not the same path or anything, but you guys all just spent the entire day at Disneyland. Because yeah, they're open for another hour after the park closes, mm -hmm. quote-unquote. I think they are, and then it always says, too, for the, uh, the the tram, for the Mickey and Friends parking mm -hmm. structure, an hour. But it's got to be later than that, because even There's if... There's no uh, way. Right, yeah. It's like the park closes at midnight. Main Street closes at 1. I mean, once you get done with Main Street, then what? Worst case is you probably have to just walk back, or are they going to be open still? I don't know. Um, if you have to walk back, it's not that far of a walk back to Mickey and Friends, if that's your only option, yeah. I guess. <laughs> um. So well, those are those are my Facebook uh, shout-outs. I have Instagram ones, too, but 
Um, do you have a favorite moment or favorite area over there, Cody? Um, I think, you know, I really enjoy um, Town Square. It just, it's the first thing that you see after coming out of the uh, tunnel there underneath the train. And it's just, to me, Disneyland wouldn't be Disneyland without Main Street. Because before you get to any other area, any other land, you've got to go through Main Street. And it's really what brings you into Main Street. It's what, it's kind of like you go through that tunnel and the real world is left behind and you just have Disneyland in front of you. It's just, it's that transforming moment and just it brings you into the land and that's that's all it gets me every time yeah that is definitely true um like you said the town square where the uh uh what's it called the i can't think of it now city city hall uh when we went there with with hyperspace mountaineer and other few friends we stopped in there to get uh um the disneyland bucks the Disney disneyland dollars. disney dollars yeah um, and, yeah. I, and I kept those as souvenirs. So this is one of those things that, you know, you can get in there among all the buttons you can get in there. And you, you would assume that it, it's going to always be busy in there, but it's it's really not. So I don't know. People just bypass it thinking that or they just don't really want to go in there. But I don't mind going in there because we went in there to get those Disney dollars just before we went to the railroad, the actual railroad to record our show. Mm-hmm. We were trying to hit the Lily Bell, but we missed that one. Barely. So, barely. We just got in there, and we missed the Lily Bell. We weren't going to wait for it to come back around because we wanted to... We, <laughs> I was excited to record that show, you know, so... <laughs> or we could have run to New Orleans Square really quick and tried to catch it, but... <laughs> that would have been rough. Yeah. <laughs> I think I can run faster than the train. Run all the way to Toontown. Yeah, I might, can run I can might be able faster. to catch it that way. Yeah, man. Yeah, you probably have better luck catching it at Toontown than trying to get over to New Orleans before it took off again. Challenge accepted. Next time I go, uh, I'm going wait, to wait, <laughs> right. wait for the train to take off. <laughs> and then go. Run over to New Orleans Square. It's, well, I'm lying because I can't. It, the train won't be open next time I go. True. So either way, I'll catch it at New Orleans Square because it's not moving. <laughs> <laughs> I keep seeing, I keep getting ahead of myself saying I'm going to do these things next time I go. But <laughs> next time I go, the things, some of the things I talk about are not going to be open yet. So uh, next time the train is open and I'm there, I'm going to do it. But then at that Sorry. point, do you think they'll have a stop at Star Wars Land? Has that been well, talked I don't know. about? I don't know. It's definitely. An I think option. it. I, I I think it will. I hope so. Yeah. I don't know. I haven't seen anything about adding an additional stop, but I mean, they <laughs> they could do anything they wanted at this point. Yeah, that's probably why they they closed it. I think they had them. No, they're not going to move the tracks, but I they should move the tracks. But yeah, not really. Know. Not really. I thought about it because Toontown is outside the railroad. Yeah, that's true. And that was uh, one of the first things outside of the railroad yeah. when it, from when it originally opened, I guess. So, uh, what about you, Hyperspace Mountaineer? You got a favorite place or? Um, we usually eat on Main Street. So, favorite places to eat: um, Carnation Cafe. Um, definitely a good place to stop. Get those fried pickles. Those are bomb. <laughs> uh, their baked potato soup is good. The Mickey waffles are good. Always a long wait, so definitely book a reservation. That's uh, where they do the breakfast with the characters? No. Which one? Do I always... That's Plaza, right? Plaza is yeah, where they do it. that's Plaza. Okay. Um, definitely check that place out, though, if you haven't. It's definitely 
good place to eat. Um, also, good place to hang out, watch any parades. Um, me and Princess Paige got some soup and watched um, Paint the Night. Pretty good view. Perfect view, actually. Oh, nice. So, definitely a good way to end the day, uh, getting there. Um, Gibson Girl, get some ice cream. We always do that before we leave. Um, let's see. Refreshment Corner, went there for the first time not too long ago. Probably a couple months ago. Um, got a mac and cheese dog. That was really good. So, I think I feel like that place is never busy because everyone forgets it, about it. it. You're right. I know. Like, um, there's not just drinks there. There's actually food there. There's pretzels and lots of different things there. That I think a lot of people forget about that mac and cheese dog doesn't look too expensive either. No, eight bucks. Eight, eight bucks. Bad. Yeah, that's worth it too. It was good. And then uh, when we went there, actually, we met uh, Mary Poppins right outside, and nobody was over there. Was, really? Yeah. No line. Kinda, no line. Nothing. <laughs> so it was kind of well, cool. But that was the first time I'd seen Mary Poppins. I think I've seen her, but I don't know. I usually don't. I mean, it's going to happen in the future, but I usually don't get in the lines or walk up to the characters, unless it's a character I never see. Like, yeah. I've only seen Donald one time, as weird as that might sound. Yeah, that is a little weird. And he was on the uh, Mark Twain, even. I wasn't even mm-hmm. able to like go say hi to him. You know, or I was waving. He was waving at me. But <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> Nice. Um Main yeah. Main Street, yeah. Like like we, they said, once you enter, um, uh, the the Main Street cinemas. I remember spending an hour in there one time. It's so easy to do. <laughs> we I got lost in those in those movies, uh, and then there's the little what's it called the uh, little red wagon with the the corn dog. Corn dogs, yeah. Speaking of places to mm-hmm. eat, one Always of my favorite places dog. to eat on Main Street, and that's probably just behind. The area, the little kiosk where you can buy the the chimneys, which we talked about what mm-hmm. last week or two weeks ago. How uh, our our boy Wreck-It Richard bought mm-hmm. me a, he bought me one because he lost a bet. So, <clears throat> and then of course getting the coffee over there. I'm all about the food, I guess. I'm just going to mention food. I places. always get food. <laughs> I always get food on Main Street. Um, and then one of my favorite places too, and and it's not a, it's not the same as it used to be. It was the Penny Arcade. Mm-hmm. I know that that's kind of changed a lot. But um, I usually do one, a couple things in there every time I go. Yeah, and uh, as uh, we talked about in the past, Space Hyperspace Mountaineer and I collect the the vinylmations, and one of my favorite vinylmations that I have is the Penny Arcade one. And I'm I'm it's weird because that one's not as popular as I would I would think because I love that one and it's like super cheap right now. You can mm-hmm. buy it if you want that one. But, um, but yeah, Penny Arcade man, sweet. Do you have any other favorite uh, places over there, Cody? Maybe somewhere you like to eat or... Um, my family and I, we go to the Plaza Inn um, a lot and do the Dominion Friends breakfast, character breakfast. And that's always a good thing because we have, you know, little kids and stuff in the family too. And, and really, you know, if you have a family, it really it's a great place for all ages. And it's, it's got a great breakfast. And just being able to interact uh, with the characters and have them come up to come up to your table and be able to take a picture and not have to to wait in a twenty minute line to to get a, a photo with Mickey or you know it's uh that's always fun. I'm a, I'm really into um, a lot of the history stuff with Disneyland or Walt and or a lot of the the uh, the art 
And so some of my favorite shops on Main Street are a Disneyana. Mm-hmm. And then next to, I don't know if it's technically part of the Magic Shop on Main Street or if it, if it has its own name or not. I'm not really sure. But if you go into the Magic Shop and just to the left of it, there's like a little, it has a bunch of pins in it. Um, and that's mainly what it has in there is, is trading pins. But there's a little wall in there that has a bunch of books on it. And a lot of the books in there you don't see other places in the park. You'll see a couple of them in the Emporium or in the World of Disney, um, out in downtown Disney. But a lot of the books um, featured in that little store um, are the only place that I see them in the park. So that's pretty cool. I always make a stop by in there to see what see what new books they, they have in there. Yeah, one of my memorable moments, as you mentioned, the uh, breakfast with the characters. I remember doing that for the first time uh, five or so years ago now. But yeah, that thing, it's not, like you said, for kids and whatnot. But yeah, it's its for everybody. And it wasn't, yeah. as, it wasn't as bad of a price as I thought it was going to be at first. But <clears throat> that was pretty sweet. I have uh, some other, other shout-outs here from Instagram. Um, let's see, we have Mickey Lumbo writes, Wow, memorable moments indeed, so many. The USC marching band, the smell of vanilla coming from the candy shop, the sun-kissed orange juice, breakfast uh, at Hillbros, American Egg House, opening night, the MSEP, I think June 18, 1972, the Very Merry Christmas Parade with the balloon release um, <laughs> along the route. Standing next to the street, long pool. Uh, let's see. White shirt at Market House for the Olympic swim team. The mighty black uh, Perchions. I, I might have I butchered that. Carrying the, the giant 25th anniversary. Uh, can't even speak. Anniversary Calliope. I don't know what that word means, but. The sweet smell of cherry and vanilla tobacco. Keystone cop costumes. The pastel artist and the flower mart. Carefree corner with the shiny black and white tile uh, and red leather bound guest logs from each U.S. state and country and so much more. So, looks like this person loves Main Street. This is there's a lot of good stuff there. Uh, Disney Sherlock, Disney Girl Sherlock ninety four. One of my favorite places on Main Street is the Disney Gallery next to Great Moments with Mister Lincoln. Breezy Bake Oven writes, Main Street is phenomenal. That's my word can't use that uh so many things to see and enjoy i love listening in on the party lines i always get a picture with the nice lady at the ticket booth outside the movie theater uh play nice. i didn't know you can do this but play a game of checkers on the barrels did you know that yeah in the uh the coffee shop maybe i think so is the coffee shop that's a that's starbucks. now starbucks now yeah. Yeah, okay um i don't think i've been in that one yeah you can play checkers in there uh, watching the parades, like you said, from the front porches. That, that would be a sweet spot. You know, one of those porches, just sit there and watch a parade. Like, people were walking a lot of past people you. But they're probably taking up there. They'd probably take it up super fast, though. Probably. Why probably early, too. Yeah. Um, let's see. I, I love the Magic and Joke Shop. Sad I never experienced the Wizard of Brass uh, shop on Saw. Or Saw, sorry. The Walt Disney Story, which I totally think they should bring back. So, yeah. Michelle Flores, 24. I always have to stop into the Penny Arcade. I'm with you. Penny Arcade is awesome. And you know what? I don't know if it was in the Penny Arcade or if it was... Uh, that's because, you know, all those shops are kind of connected. Mm-hmm. 
I don't know which one it, it was exactly. The, one of the candy shops used to sell the Mickey or sorry, Goofy's Taffy. I don't know if we talked about that, that before, mm-hmm. but it was like in little little like strips, like little like five inch little strips, and they were like fifty cents a piece. Mm-hmm. And they eventually raised the price, I think, to a dollar. Now they don't even exist. But the old, I think it's saltwater taffy now, but it used to be like the Goofy's Taffy. Probably more than 10 years ago that they stopped selling that. Something like that, or about 10 years ago. Um, KP from Instagram writes, Great moments with Mr. Lincoln is always amazing, even though they changed it. But not as amazing as the chocolate-covered strawberries at the candy place. I love that you cannot help but smile when you walk towards the castle. My favorite moment is when my husband proposed to me on Main Street during the Christmas fireworks show. Yeah, Main Street is probably definitely your favorite place now. You get proposed to, that's awesome. Especially during a fireworks show. It's like That's a, cool. Yeah, it's, that's like already a magical moment. And then you add to it, and then the fireworks probably continue right behind you. So it's pretty sweet. What are you looking up there? Goofy's Taffy? Goofy's Taffy, yeah. Yeah, I think that's how they sell it now in the, in the box like that. But they used to have it... Yeah, differently and it was all different colors and hmm. yeah I'm not seeing it right there but maybe one day we'll find a picture and I'll post it but if anyone out there remembers the Goofy's Taffy the the, the the style I'm talking about let me let me know you know Facebook or Instagram yeah I don't, there's no pictures coming up there so I don't know and I think that's all I have as far as let me, let me see yeah as far as shout outs go for this episode that's all I had that's all I have too you have anything else, Cody, on uh, Main Street? Um, no, I uh, I think that's about it. I guess one thing I, that just came to mind right now is I'm not I've never been on any one of those uh, like horse the carriage or anything like that or the trolley I think they have on there. I never have either. I've never been on one of those. Have you, Cody? Uh, yes, I have. Those those are actually really fun if if you've got the time, uh, just to take a little stroll. You know, just hop on whatever you can and. A lot of times, the uh, or not a lot of times, when the uh, the Dapper Dams are out and about, sometimes they'll they'll hop on the omnibus or or something like that, and they um, they will go down Main Street with you as they're singing their songs. <laughs> so that's pretty cool. That is pretty cool. Oh man, yeah, maybe maybe one day I'll get on one of those. I just I've never. It's one of those things that they take you just you know up and down main street i mean you can get off right at the the turnabout at the first spot you can get off and back on yeah they they pick you up um or drop you off either in uh town square or at the hub on the uh yeah. on the castle side of the mm-hmm. hub one day maybe next time i go i'm sure they'll, they'll be going but yeah i think that's all we have on i don't think anything else comes to mind but i think i mentioned the places that i like to visit um, on Main Street, you know, so uh, we're going to go ahead and, well, we always say head back to Main Street because that's where the stop is, but uh, we're going to go ahead and back head back to the, the uh, railroad station on Main Street. Cody, we appreciate you coming on and talking to us about Main Street. Well, thank you very much for having me. It was a lot of fun. All right, man. You too. Uh, have a good night, man. You too. Thanks. Right, bye. Bye. All right, everyone. That was Cody from... Uh, He's a follower on Facebook. He wanted to be a guest and talk about Main Street USA. Lots to talk about. Lots I didn't even know about on Main Street. So next time I go to Main Street, I'm going to look for some of those uh, different things that he talked about. So, Yeah, definitely. If anybody else wants to be a guest out there, just let us know. Uh, uh, hit us up on Facebook or at our email. Yeah, which it's is uh, all aboard. 
1955 at gmail.com. Website is allaboardpodcast.com. Um, and then you, it has, that has Instagram on there, Facebook, you can, and Twitter and all that. So you can, um, whatever avenue you want to reach us, that's fine. Yeah, just let us know what you want to talk about and we'll definitely get you on. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, you're up, sir. Yeah. Uh, also definitely check out magicalpartnerstravel.com. Um, if you're looking to book a vacation anytime soon and don't want to do it, have somebody else do it for you. They're offering a, for, they're offering free quotes for anybody who's inquiring about that. Um, just tell them all aboard sent you get that eye on the price guarantee. For sure. All right, guys. Next week is a mystery again. We are going definitely to record, but we uh, don't know if what we're going to be talking about. But as always, I will try to post sometime during the week before we record to uh, get your guys' thoughts and uh, definitely shout you guys out for that. Uh, so without uh, further ado, we do thank you guys for listening and uh, have a great evening. Switch on the sky and the stars glow for you. See the world cause it's all so 